Brooklyn Nets, the Brooklyn Islanders. Yeah. They can get a move? baseball team. That would be dope. Brooklyn? We should get the Dodgers again. That'd be tight. That's where the Dodgers were originally <clears throat> yeah. in Brooklyn, New York. Do you I know, know no, I know nothing about sports. If Brooklyn was <laughs> Well, here's a geography like for you. Okay. If Brooklyn was a city not part of New York, it'd be the fourth largest city in North America. Really? Or in the United States. Yeah. Really? So it's like New York, L.A., then I don't know what Atlanta maybe or Chicago by, by population. Maybe it have to. It be can't be landmass. No way. I don't know. It's a pretty big city. You got to back up your facts. <laughs> it's 2012. We can just Google that shit. Yeah, we could have done that in 10 too. Prop, prop. <laughs> 2010. I love that. That's a good one. Brooklyn might have been smaller then. <laughs> All right. Thanks everybody for tuning into Road Stories. I am. Your host, Murray Valeriano, coming to you from a beautiful, beautiful evening, I think. It's a nice night. It's been bacon mm-hmm. over here, man, but uh, it's a nice night. I like it, and the Santa Ana winds are in. It's gorgeous out there right now. They blow from the, they blow west from the east. that how they do it? Yes. <laughs> I got so confused. Like, they blow west from the west? We're coming in from the west, and they're going east. He threw me off. I'm like, which way is that coming from? Is that a wind right now? Where are they're we? Going, they're coming from the east and going west. <laughs> yeah, but he said they're blowing west from the east. I thought he said they're Yeah, they're blowing west from the yes, east. Yes, exactly. from the east. That's I understand right. that. Yes. That's what made me confused. <laughs> said correctly in a much different way. Um, I uh, I have no announcements to tonight tonight, so that's good. I'm um, just uh, you know. Oh, I know what I uh, all the podcasts you can get now at roadstories.tv. They're all right there, so uh, uh, you can go right there, or you can subscribe on iTunes and uh, loving loving the reviews. Five stars, guys. Not bragging. I don't know what the crowd oh. piece is pulling in, but uh, <laughs> that's all we get. <laughs> I mean, that's our nickname. Five stars. <laughs> <laughs> so I appreciate those reviews. Keep them coming, and uh, let's do this shit. I'm excited to have these guys on the show today. Uh, one making a second appearance, mm-hmm. and one making his first appearance. Who I met at the uh, LA Podcast Festival uh, yes. last weekend, which yep. was a blast. It was. It's such a good time. First up from um, his Comedy Central special and Ferguson, and uh, apparently some good shows on uh, the Boston area over the last couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. Jay Lawson comes up, back uh, in. What's up, people from the road? Also, Crab Feast podcast. Oh yeah, but crab. we can sum that up afterwards. When sure, we sure. Get to that other dude. The crab. I don't like to plug other podcasts on my show. I don't blame you. <laughs> I do not blame. You. They would stop listening. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, joining us today is the very funny from Craig Ferguson uh, and various other places, Ryan Sickler. Thank Glad you. To. Thank you for having me, Ryan. Thanks for coming. I really appreciate it. Fired up it. to be here. Oh, really good. Murray, thank oh you. stoked. Really? Yeah, yeah that's awesome. I've been, Rock gets fired up. I'm excited to be here for this. I love it. Oh, great. And uh, so, well, well, we'll talk about the Crab Feast later. No, let's talk about the Crab Feast now. What, how did you... Tell me the... I love the title of the podcast. Just tell me the title and where it came from and what you guys do. It's... I'm from Maryland. Jay's from Massachusetts. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, you know, where I come from, people sit around, they... You know, we steam crabs, we sit there, we drink beer, we tell old stories and we laugh. And that's pretty much what our format is. It's 
They do a lot of other stuff that's, you know, more white trash than that. But. <laughs> bottle, bottle rockets to the crotch. Shit I mean, like that. Yeah. There, there might be. There yeah, might yeah. be BB gun tag. Oh, you know, that yeah. goes on minimum five pumps. <laughs> maximum six. BB gun tag? Do you yeah. really? We used to put cookie sheets on our chest and back, and then it would be two pump. And you could when you pump, we used to have I used to have a Daisy eight eighty mm-hmm. and it was a pump. Oh the eight eighty. The eight eighty. Yeah, well, look at me. I only had a seven twenty. And it was pellet and BB. And if I you pumped those. it once and you shot it, you could your eye could catch it. You could see the BB coming, you could, you know, move. But if you pumped it ten times, you didn't see shit. And our rule was one to two pumps. And you would see it, you would hear ting, safety ting, first. Ting. No goggles, <laughs> no helmets, no nothing. And then every once in a while, you pumped one up like 15 times and just poof, shot one off. It on went it. through. Like, we actually ah! punctured skin. Yeah. Lost a brother that killed way. One, Lost kill a brother. One, killed a cousin. Killed a John cousin. Heffern had that great joke about BB tag. Okay, we'll only pump see? it twice, new guy. Ah, <laughs> 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 well, there you go. See? I also love that. Uh, in Rush, wasn't it? Uh, Royal Tenenbaums, they, mm-hmm. his dad shot him. Remember, he shot him with the yes. BB gun. He's like, why'd you shoot me that day? And he goes, you're on the other team. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> the dad's like, That's it, man. My oldest brother shot me with a BB gun, and then my second oldest brother shot me in the face with a wrist rocket. Jesus. In the <laughs> face. From like, oh, my God. It's a slingshot, from, right? Yeah, it's the slingshot yeah. with the wrist Yeah, I know uh, the one. Uh, so he's just sitting back here at the table and just let one loose. He was just, he was like playing with it, and all of a sudden, he was like, <laughs> And I'm like, ah, I was like eight, and I'm running. He's like, don't tell mom, don't, don't tell, tell mom. mom. What what did he what did he shoot you with? What was a rock, a rock, a rock, oh, right in the face, man. Not like a pudding cup, a rock. <laughs> and then oh, I, like a pudding and, cup would be natural. And then he beat the crap out of me because like, he's like he's like, why are you tell mom? <laughs> like, why do you tell? I'm like, I have a big welt on my face. She asked what happened. <laughs> That's insane. What, this kid that used to live next to my grandmother, Craig Hansen, he used to have a BB gun and he had a wrist rocket. Mm-hmm. And so we go up. He was like five years older than me, and we'd be on his deck and I'd just be ta- tagging along. And some priors sounds like. <laughs> <laughs> he would line up like like we'd be up on his deck and then way down the corner of his yard he'd put like two liter bottles and then glass bottles. And if you had the BB gun, you aim for the glass bottles. And if you had the wrist rocket, you aim for the plastic. You know, because it'd be more fun to blow glass. But anyway. I, so I shot with the BB gun, didn't hit anything. He gives me the wrist rocket, and I line back with the rock. Sing! Really? Yeah, blew up the glass bottle. Nailed it. He's like, what are you aiming for? I'm like, I have no idea. Dude. I'm four. I'm four years old. <laughs> we, uh, we used to take our BB gun off our back deck, and at the edge of our uh, one of our houses was the uh, woods, just straight mm-hmm. tree line. So we just used to shoot straight in. We wouldn't hit any houses. My dad's like, if you're going to shoot it, just straight into the woods. You see the direction they're getting, though? <laughs> and uh, <laughs> you're going to shoot that right. into the woods. <laughs> Two pumps <laughs> if you're shooting your fr- your brother. <laughs> That's right. Into the woods, anything else? Anything else you want in the woods. So um, one of the neighbors complained like two houses up. And this guy was just, he was that dick in the fucking neighborhood that everyone, he just complained about everyone and everything. And yeah. Don't ride your bike in front of my house and all, you know, just an asshole. And uh, no one liked love, the guy. I love that he had taken "Don't ride your bike in front of my house" to something that's going to come along the lines of "Don't shoot a gun." He's an ass. <laughs> it's first of all, it's a BB gun. But anyway, he did not like us shooting the BB gun. He was worried that it would ricochet and go through his window. Uh, and he just came to our house, really, um, just you know, rude and beat on the door and shit. My dad just didn't appreciate it. And he let him say what he was going to say, you know, it's not safe. You got all these kids shooting these guns over there. And my dad's just staring at me. He goes, well, sir, you let your dogs run around without a leash. There's such a thing called a leash law. So I'll tell you what. <laughs> BB guns are fine. 
wait till we start throwing out the fucking grenades and shut the door <laughs> in his face. I was like, yeah, go out back. Pop, 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 pop. That's, <laughs> That's my awesome. brother shot a woodpecker. This was Dex. We used to shoot squirrels. It's probably, I know. I know it's not good, but we used to aim for something. But like, I get mean, that you squirrel had to eat. There. Had but to only eat. two pumps. Had only to two, 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 two pumps. Yeah, make him suffer. The squirrel will be like, ow. Uh, it didn't kill him. <laughs> throw no. it back. Throw it Catch back. and release. <laughs> <laughs> threw the BB back. <laughs> Motherfucker. Nah, man. <laughs> but he shot this woodpecker. And uh, he's like, oh, my God. I got it. I got it. So we run down to the, the edge of the woods where it is. And it's just you know a little, little tiny woodpecker laying on the <laughs> ground. Is- and my brother picks it up, and he's holding it. We're looking at it. And this woodpecker shook it off and just start lit, hit the center of his palm up. I mean, blood gushing <laughs> oh, yeah. out of it. Oh, my God. And my brother, like, threw it on the ground and just pumped, like, 10. <laughs> he's into it, said, just like, that's it. You fucked with the wrong guy that day. You, you fucked with the wrong guy, right. Tied it up with a sweatshirt string in a tree right. to hang. And the next day we came out and it was gone and it was like little like a little fox prints underneath of it and to this day we just laugh like some old fox somewhere is just yelling at these kids like yeah like yeah he, oh, he said he found a woodpecker in a tree yes I did <laughs> he was hanging in a tree from a sweatshirt swing yes I did. I, lo- I love that it took him 10 <laughs> shots to kill it because he only pumped it twice. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I got dragged out hunting one time when I was a kid. And, uh, oh, okay. Hunting. And, uh, Where are you from originally? I'm originally from Tennessee. Oh, but we lived the in land Indi- of hunting. Yeah, we lived in Indiana for a while and then New Jersey. And uh, my dad had a 16-gauge. I had mm-hmm. a 16-gauge. My dad had a 16-gauge. My brother had a 12-gauge. And uh, <laughs> chipmunk from like me to the, to the window. With a slug. Damn. Was there <clears throat> anything left of it? Yeah, no. Not really. Oh yeah. Well, in his defense, the chipmunk was lunging at him. So. <laughs> it looked aggressive. Yeah, it was. It looked aggressive. It was coming from my pistachios. What were you planning on hunting for? Uh, like squirrels and grouse and pheasants and stuff. I would lead with pheasants. You know what I mean? Because that's actual hunting. How many people are really squirrel hunting? A lot of people squirrel. Oh, hunt. Yeah. They squirrel hunt for real. Yeah. Oh, Man, yeah. That's a real hunting. I, Hell yeah! They, well, I think it's Worldwide. all year round. I think you can squirrel. Hunt. I know you can. When I lived in Indiana, you can hunt crows all year round because they ate all the corn and shit. Yeah, yeah. But I only went like five that's times. Crazy. I never got into it. And I'm not just saying that because I'm trying to be hip or whatever. I just hated getting up at five in the morning and going walking through the woods in the winter time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When Sucked you could ass. just go out back on your deck with a BB gun and shoot pigeons and shit. Exactly. Not really pigeons. They don't fly. In shotgun the slugs. <laughs> shotgun slugs. In Tennessee, start- people would, I imagine, shoot in their backyard. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. They shoot all the time. Yeah, my yeah. father, when we turned, what was it, 13? I can't remember, 12, you're allowed to have a gun legally. I can't remember what it was. And he bought us like a I think a it's little, eight. Just a, <laughs> it's six. <laughs> uh, if you can hold it, you can shoot it, you can hunt it. Uh, I don't know what... what Seven-day waiting period. He got us a 20-gauge, which is really just, you know, a fucking glorified BB gun is all it is. Uh, but we were always into sports, and we were like, I don't want to fucking go hunt on Saturday. I want to go play football. I want to go play baseball. And he was like, all right, fine with that, and then just never went hunting. It's one of those things, I think, as a dad, he was like, yeah, I don't give a fuck if we do that. There was a BB gun in my grandfather's basement that I had to, like, get on a stool to grab and then, like, search around his old woodshed to find BBs and then... <laughs> 
my nana would yell at me. Before you ever I never got killed it. a damn thing. I'd shoot at a tree. <laughs> <laughs> Jason's got a gun. God damn it. He's got a gun. It was a daisy. Like, I don't know what yeah. it was. Daisy 880. I don't know I had anything about that. Sorry, guys. Shit. Can't go hunting. My nana won't let me. <laughs> <laughs> so, 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 did you get started doing stand up in Maryland, Ryan? Um, I, I technically, yes. Yeah. I, I did it a few times there. Mm-hmm. And then um, when I moved out here, I actually... Did f- not go well. Did, uh, not. did not. Actually, it actually did go well, except for I did have a terrible show one time. Terrible, terrible. One time you had a terrible well, show? Well, I only did like four. That's why I'm saying technically I got my start there. Oh, okay. Of the four, one was horrible. What happened? Just one of those shows where you suck and you just start out. And I just sucked. That As in night. like the first four shows? First four <laughs> shows of my existence. Yeah, it was terrible. Uh, it, but even when I did good, I was doing terrible stuff. Like just, I have it somewhere on a micro cassette and I've never listened to it again. Oh, really? I get more nervous thinking about listening to that set than I do performing. But that was years ago. I mean, your first four. I remember the, like, the first time I did stand up, I was so excited that I did it and was doing it that mm-hmm. didn't matter. Like, oh, yeah. Like, I thought I killed in my head. I'm sure I fucking Do you have that set dick. recorded somewhere? No, I don't think so. If you did, would you listen to it? I think I probably would. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Although yeah. I do hate listening to sets after. Yes. Because yeah. it just, it's never as good as it was. Yeah. Even if it's great, it's still not as good as it was. And then I don't know about you, but I'll nitpick my way through. Oh, they didn't laugh as hard. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm gonna four. have to give that one a six. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> gets loses five points just because you left oh. the fucking recorder in the back of the room. Exactly. I had my set. I had a reel that my buddy made for me of like the first ten months of me doing stand up. Like he came and videotaped me at different places, and he made it into like a reel. Like ten months in, I had a reel that I was submitting to people and shit, and it was good. You know what I mean? Like it was awesome, and I had it forever. I had my first set ever in stand up on VHS, and I had an office over here on on beethoven for like six months i'm like i'm gonna get a goddamn office <laughs> that i couldn't afford <laughs> and, uh, you got an office for stand-up to write yeah like to write and like have a place to go and like try and generate ideas like it was gonna be my like incubator you know oh all right and uh so i had a tv vcr in there and i had that tape i had like vhs i'm like you I'm had a combo with- or you had two had individuals had okay okay i'm gonna start watching like tapes and like other tapes i was gonna hook up things and just start watching you know like anyway i watched that set and i uh when i moved out of that office that i couldn't afford i got rid of that tv and i left it behind a dump a uh thrift store and it had the tape in it so someone out there i called the next day and i said hey man i left a tv out back last night for you guys can i get it do you have it and i mean this thing weighed like somebody urinated in that sir he's like some he goes some of the you know alley guy in the alley probably took it i'm like dude that was 500 pounds (laughs) (laughs) four people it was huge it was a combo (laughs) i had to hire a crew man (laughs) one of those sony like flat screen but wide ass back you know yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> wide ass back <laughs> it's the way we like them <laughs> right what, TVs? What? Was that was that tvs mm-hmm. so you so you did four times and it came out here yeah well i mean long story short i did four times and i didn't do it again i was 20 and i didn't do it again until i was 27 a bunch of life shit happened mm-hmm. and then i got out here uh and i i started with improv actually with the groundlings oh uh, yeah and went through uh I don't know, got through the writing lab and somewhere deeper into the system. And then just their waiting list was so long. I just jumped back into stand up and mm-hmm. then just never stopped since then. Do you feel that, uh, those improv classes help you in stand up? I do. 
I do. They opened me up more to being uh, comfortable, you know, if I have to d- address the audience, mm-hmm. um, but also with my own material to just allow myself the freedom of riffing after I've got the meat out mm-hmm. on nights where I want to stretch it and see what else is there and find, you know, you know, I, I don't know um, if it works for you like that, but you know, when you start talking enough and eventually you just see it and it's coming right at you and then you're like, there it is. That's what I've been all, that's what all this fat up top is to get that little fucking tiny ass nugget out of it. Yeah. And hopefully you, you were smart enough to record it. And unfortunately you have to go back and listen to yourself and be like, there it is. That's the little, that's the piece I want out of that. Right. I was, uh, one of the, un- I, I, I say one of the unfortunates who got started in stand up out here. Mm-hmm. Also, I guess all three of us did. Yeah. Except for, yeah. I remember your fucking story. You did it on a Tuesday night and then the next year opening for Dane cook at fucking 10,000 <laughs> theater or something. Go back and listen to that podcast from, uh, the Bridgetown comedy festival. You get Jay Larson's rise to fame. <laughs> Within 48 the hours. The faster than the rise. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Uh, a lot farther, too, apparently. <laughs> uh, Jay was uh, on the ex- uh, Extremely Drunk podcast of the Bridgetown Comedy Festival with mm-hmm. uh, Brido. Brido and uh, Lachlan. And Lachlan. Lachlan was on two weeks ago. Oh, okay, cool. Defending himself, saying he wasn't drunk. Was he drunk that day? No, no it, was it was just, just Brido. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. He was wrecked. Just wrecked, wrecked. out of his mind. Oh, yeah. He was drinking. Hendrix gins like that at 11 a.m. at the bar. And yeah, we, what we time were, did we record that? Like, like two one? or three. Yeah, Jesus, yeah. it was good stuff. Bridgetown. The only time I ever had to bleep people's names <laughs> on a podcast, he <laughs> <laughs> was just going to town, man. Yeah, shit was slipping. <laughs> I even cut out a whole. Hey, fuck ch- my uncle Kenny. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> no, it was literally. He was literally like, you know, so and so, like. Yeah, they're in the hotel room next door. She got fucked in the ass. Because, <laughs> like, erase, erase. I think he may have said too, like, don't say I said anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Just that way. It's a little microphone. <laughs> yeah, that's recording. A recording device. Listen, I'm, don't tell anyone I told you this. Listen, between us, so she how likes did, it in the ass. How did you? Uh, how did you like getting started in LA? I mean, like, was it was it difficult to to get into the clubs here for you or? I mean, everything about this has been difficult for yeah. me. Uh, <laughs> but it has, it has been. I, uh, w- you know, I first I went to a, one open mic, um, and I did well enough. And I met someone that did a bringer show, and then I went and did the bringer shows for a while, and then was able to, was you know put myself in the clubs on the bringer shows, mm-hmm. and then you know did well enough where the right people noticed, and then the next thing I know. Um, I got ma- it took me two years and I got management and then I was in the improvs since then, um, you know Southern California working yeah. the improvs. That's yeah. how it started. Doesn't mean you're getting spots, but you're in. Right. Yes. <laughs> I send my email <laughs> every th- that, every Monday. I mean. That's yeah. a quick rise. Two years to management. I mean, that's not really a quick rise. Two years of management. What's that mean? I think that's about average. I think not yeah. me. I didn't get my first manager till four years in. Three and a half. Really? I yep. mean, there's no rise. Let's yeah, just take yeah. rise out of the equation. <laughs> well, I, yeah, true. I know basic open micers with quote unquote management. Yeah. 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 You know, so management really isn't, I don't, as long as you're, because I've had big, huge managers like Brillstein to people to you've never heard of. And, yeah. The guy who does my lawn. Yeah. Yeah. It, it doesn't <laughs> yeah, matter at, who you have. Gig tomorrow. <laughs> it doesn't matter who you have if you're not getting on stage. Yeah. <laughs> So did you take off on the road soon after that or? 
for a while I did road gigs yeah, you know, yeah. here and there. One-nighters? Um, not even one-nighters. Weekends in you know, D.C. and Baltimore and New York and Florida, but not um, consistently going out because I had the job. Right. That's a I paid more money than stand-up did, especially for someone just getting started. In I was going to say he probably was able for, able for you to go to Florida and do mm-hmm. a weekend and exactly mm-hmm. all that shit. Yes, it afforded me to be able to go work for a lot less money. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which is what it's at now yeah by the way by the way when i when i when i was 20 years old uh when i did stand up so it was 93 i'm 39 it was 50 bucks is what they paid me to host a show Mm -hmm. and today for the people listening that don't know at the improv uh if you're hosting a show on the road it is now what 2012 so what are we talking about 30 years basically no, twenty years. <laughs> what kind of math is going on? <laughs> Just take from. Doesn't I'm matter. I'm not even doing stand up. Twenty years. There you go. Twenty years it's later. Still fifty fucking dollars. Fifty yeah. bucks. Still, it's you not know, up a dollar. When comedy was huge in like the fifties, when it just well not huge but starting out, it was fifty then. Which was, I mean, because they just thought it was going to take off and there'd be this thing, like equivalent <laughs> to like eight hundred bucks now. Fifty dollars and for twenty years plus i think the melrose spots have gone down a couple dollars oh yeah they have yeah because they used to be like 18 or something and now they're like 15 i think 13 13 now on the weekends yeah on the weeknight if you do a thursday night which is a hot night in la thursday's like a saturday a lot of times that's that's a that's a five that's a lincoln and three washington that's how you get it in an envelope too like why you why stapled together and they staple it together you get a five and three singles stapled together well it's smart because you just eight most of us are drunks and we'll just go to the bar and have our four drinks for eight dollars or whatever well they were letting you cash for a while they were giving you a check and they were letting you cash it at their bar yeah and the bank had a fit with that like yeah you can't be doing that shit so now it went back to cash Oh, they cashed. I was at Irvine Improv on Saturday night, and they cashed my check for me, so I didn't have to go to the bank and pay the babysitter. I thought that was really nice. That of is them. nice of them. Yeah, yeah that's they're really nice. cool. Yeah, Irvine Improv. Dan Goffrey's great down there. Yeah, yeah, they're great. Bob, what, what have you been up to, Larson, since last we talked? Nothing, man. You've I been, got a, uh, I got an RV. You got an RV? Yeah, I've just been <sighs> road dogging it. <laughs> it's kind of a fantasy of mine, but no. You know, I've been doing it on the road a little bit. Yeah, I was in Grand Rapids, Michigan, Boston, New York. Vegas. I go to Sunnyvale tomorrow. A Rooster Tees, right? Rooster Tees. Yeah, yeah. When's this come out? Uh, January. Not till Monday. Not till not Monday. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'll be in Scottsdale in November uh, over Thanksgiving weekend. But you know, um, I was gonna say uh, when I started doing the first road gig I ever got mm-hmm. was a triple run. You've done oh, a triple yeah. run. Have you ever done? A triple I, you know run? what? I've never done one, but I, I know exactly what they are. I've never done a triple run, but we talked a lot about triple runs. Yeah. I did. The guy won under triple runs. <laughs> oh, okay, I know full charges done triple run. Oh, a yeah. lot of people. Think it's like runs. a Bob Jenkins walk. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, anyway, they're a rite of passage. So, what is a triple run California. for the people listening that don't know what a triple run? Triple is. runs this guy Dave Triple, and he books like runs, like a three week run, and you do like one nighters, one nighter drive nine hours. One at clubs or bars or restaurants, bars, laundromats. Uh, no, no laundromats. Bowling alleys. Hold on a second. Okay. <laughs> Restaurants, bars, hotels, hotel lobbies, bowling alleys, bowling really? alley in there. I didn't do a bowling alley. Pool halls. I did a pool, pool hall. hall. Oh, pool hall. I imagine that. And you do like you're doing places like Missoula, Montana, Billings, mm-hmm. Montana, uh, Idaho Falls. You know everything up around Washington and, and Oregon and stuff like that. Just 
Just and, and sometimes you drive nine hours east, and the next day you drive nine hours west. You know what I mean? <laughs> the, the only, the only, the only uh, prerequisite is it can't be in a major city. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it, it has be. to be completely out in the boonies. Yeah. It has to be somewhere where the you, you know intelligence level is below yeah. average. Do you rent a car? To do I was this? with uh, Pete Johansson. I was featuring oh, yeah. for him, so it was my first time. And I was up at the comedy store. I just got passed, and I was always there all the time. And one of these guys was like. Hey, do you want to go? Uh, actually, I hadn't got past yet. He goes, "Do you want to uh, go do a triple run? I, I have to bail out of it because I got something." But you could go. It pays you a hundred bucks a night. You can do a half hour every night. And the most time I'd ever done in town at that point was eighteen minutes. You know, I'd never gone on the road. I'm like, done, bro, done. I'm like, this is it. <laughs> Get paid a hundred bucks a night, so that's five hundred bucks a week, which is already double what you're getting from the fucking improv. I was, I never got improv was the last place I got past. I never even right. stepped foot in that joint. But I did this. I did this thing. I'm like, this is gonna be it, man. This is your fucking first. I quit my job, waiting tables. I'm like, I'm done. I'm going on the road. Hey, <laughs> fuck you all. <laughs> fuck you. Exactly. Going on the road. I'll I'm see you sometime road, late damn. Monday night. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Next week. I lost money on that gig. But you know what? I went out and the job. I went out with 18 minutes. I came up with 30. I was solid when I came back. Three weeks straight, never doing a half hour, and all of a sudden. Were you nervous about doing that first half hour? Yeah, I brought Jan- uh, Jaeger on stage with me. I'm like, I, oh, you did? I, well, first of all, I sat down with a piece of paper in this first place, and I was like, "What's up, guys?" I'm like, "Here we go." You know, like I was like newer to comedy, you know, and I yeah. just sat there. And I'm like, okay. And then by the third show, I was like, didn't need the paper. And then I was like getting through. And then by like the second, like middle of the second week, I was like adding stuff, trying new stuff. Mm-hmm. I was like. Dude, I was loving it. Hooked up with some chick that worked at a bank. What? <laughs> Cash in your dirty. checks. Yeah. Dirty. Wanted some of that Cash in night. your checks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I remember I was so nervous because I did, you know, having starting here in SoCal, I, I, I had done maybe seven, ten minutes as the tops I'd ever done, and I had to go out and do a half an hour. And yeah. I was so, and I brought the notebook on stage. Mm-hmm. And before I left, I asked my buddy, I'm like, man, I can't do a half hour. And he's just like, write down all your topics. Write down all your topics. And I wrote them all down. He's like, if each one of those is a minute, you have 40 minutes. I'm like, oh, it's got to take me at least a minute to do, do each one of these. Yeah. 19 minutes. Yeah. Done. <laughs> done. <laughs> Right. Like, hmm, that's about four seconds for each one of these. <laughs> yeah, that theory shot out the window. <laughs> that is hilarious. So, where's everybody from? You know, but by the yeah. end of that week, man, yeah. boom, half hour. I came back to seven minute sets and was just like and tightened up everything. Hey, man. how's everybody? That's seven minutes already. I couldn't believe it's, how short seven minutes was. Right. And how hard is it, honestly, to do a four minute TV set? A four and a half. That's hard. It's oh, hard yeah. as shit. I think it's harder to do that than it is to do an hour. It really is. I don't like the the rushed hard. tightness of it. I don't yeah. like. I don't like. I like. I think stand up is a live thing, man. I don't. I, don't I, I mean, as fun as it is to see on TV for people watching, it's still not what it is live. No, no it's kind of like the Grateful Dead, man. You had to have seen them live. Yeah, Fuck and high me. helps. <laughs> yes, <laughs> high helps a lot. I agree, man. Stand up is a different. Like people, you know, they just it, you know being part of it and being part of that suspense is pretty cool. I do a little segment I like to call uh, things that have been thrown at you on stage. Yeah. I had, a, I had a shoe thrown at me. A uh, shoe? Yep, a shoe. <laughs> we were in... I was in Pakistan. Was it, was it from the old guy across the street? <laughs> Get it off was, my lawn! It was at uh, UC Santa Barbara. I went up there and did a show. Um, God, who was up there with me? I think it was Tripoli. Sam Tripoli and I went up and did one together. And um, did you ever go up and do that gig? It's Santa a Barbara? One. Yeah. Which one? 
uh, at UCSB, just performed at the college up there. No, no. Is they it, had a regular. Is it at the college or on the island? At the college. Oh, okay. And then there, you know, and then a couple of the bars also when you're up there, they had good, they had really good like underground shows. Yeah, so you yeah. would go do that after. But we were doing a show and it was like in an assembly hall and it was a lot, you know, it was a lot of people that showed up. I was surprised how many and um I don't know. There was some girl that had been running her mouth the whole time, and I was finally, when I got up there, I just started hammering her, and she was drunk, and she just took her shoe off. And I mean, from like 30 rows back, threw it at me. So I saw it coming, and I let it land on the stage, and I grabbed it, and I opened up an exit door, and I just frisbeed that <laughs> motherfucker as far as I could. I think you go get that shit yourself in one shoe. She's like, you're a dick. <laughs> I said, where the fuck was I? That's awesome. That is awesome. It's, you're so lucky that she threw something at you because every time, you know, like if the dude throws something at you and you throw it back, boom, hits the girlfriend every time. Yep. <laughs> yeah, no and it's the fucking assault charges. <laughs> have you had, what have you had thrown at you? Uh, well, my listeners all know this, but uh, last time was a beer, a beer mat. Uh, a what? A beer, uh, like a, a a beer coaster? Yeah, somebody threw that. You? Somebody threw it at me on stage. On stage, uh, I had a pile of whipped cream thrown at me. What? what just, did they you just hit off. a walk off home run? What happened? <laughs> <laughs> he pied him. <laughs> just, they just fucking some girl scooped her thing and just went. Because she's mad or because she's drunk? Uh, both. Oh, both. Both man and drunk. Both. What about you? No, I've never had anything thrown at me. But I, I did witness a woman leave her seat and charge him on yeah. stage oh, in really? Irvine. Yeah. Irvine at Irvine? Yeah. One of my favorite clubs on in the New whole Year's country. Eve Eve. Yeah, it's <laughs> yeah. a great club. On New Year's Eve. No, Christmas Eve Eve. Yeah, she charged me. That was a long time no, ago. No, New Year's Eve 07? 06? Yeah. She charged me and I was just I was a little like, What what the fuck's going on here? And I was like, Get back, get back. And then she kept talking. She was just I mean, she had she was t- I mean, she was on medication or something. And finally yeah. I was like, Do you realize you're in another room with human beings right now? Do you, you get that? This woman was gone. Yeah. Gone. They didn't I, toss her out. The manager literally, like, some guy was going down to get her, and the manager, like, grabbed him, like, whoa, 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 whoa. Let's just see what happens. Because yeah. <laughs> he wanted to see me go through it. It's it was hilarious. Eve, he did. That's awesome. Frank Kelly. Oh, so Frank's great. Uh, what, you're not very... Uh, uh, Argumentative? Yeah, on stage. No. How, what happened? What happened with that chick? Yeah, yeah. She was out of her mind, man. She was on meds oh, and okay. drinking. And I wa- you don't do a lot of audience Well, stuff. it was full charge, and right. me and Jay was headlining, and oh, well, she a, had been... That's a, that's a problem right there. She had been <laughs> wasted. <laughs> they regretted it. And we, she was so belligerent and obnoxious that we just started beating her down. Yeah. And we beat this woman verbally down. Yeah. I mean, she was ready, but by the by time, the time I got up he there, got up there, she like, how's oh, everybody he, doing? He, he, Boom. She was like, you motherfucker. <laughs> she charges stage. So she was ripe and ready when he got up there. But I she forgot that because you guys both said something you go stage like, man, this fucking chick yeah. up front. I'm like, ah, well, you know, I'm just going to try to ignore it. Yeah, and what I'm just going to tell something. my stories, guys. And this bitch got up out of her seat <laughs> and went awful. after him. And the guy with her didn't do shit. Didn't tell her to be quiet. Didn't go after her, you know. When I was in Vegas last weekend, was it last weekend? Yeah, last not this last weekend. I was there, and there were these, this like older, not older, but like maybe late fifties, early sixties, and their daughter and her fiance in the front row, and they'd been drinking. They were from Midwest. They were in Vegas having a good old time, and they were like, they weren't heckling me, but you know, they would be talking, and then they would laugh at inappropriate. T- you know, they're laughing at their own stuff. You right, know what I mean? Right. And just being loud, and I just like. I kept I kept ignoring him, and finally, like I said something, I did like a crowd interaction thing, and and where I asked everyone a question, and people answered differently, and this his wife answered the same way that uh, 
this other person did. I go, yeah. I go, uh, someone, someone already said that, you know. I'm like, and I said something along. I can't remember, but I just basically told her how stupid she was. That's, I'm like, that's just basically, I go yeah. stupid. I'm like, just a dumb human being. I go, <laughs> I go, you want to shut this fat guy up? You know how you do it? Let his stupid wife say something stupid. I go, look at, he hasn't said shit. Look at him with his face down, and the whole place is dying laughing, and they're just sitting there taking it, taking it, taking <laughs> Fuck it. Yeah. And then he goes, uh, he goes. Both the Patriots. That's the next thing he's like, oh, where are you from? He's like, Chicago. I'm like, you in Chicago and your drunk fucking quarterback? That piece of shit doesn't know. <laughs> when was the last time you guys won a title? You read, you rip down Soldier Field, you put in a new one. You guys got to go. I go, yeah, I'm a Pats fan. I go, you see anyone say shit in this whole place? No. Four people in the back cheered. Everyone else kept their mush- mouth shut. Why? Because they know we're a fucking dynasty. It takes an idiot with a stupid wife to say some shit like that. God, <laughs> everyone damn. went nuts. The guy came up after the great show, man. Really? Did he really? Thanks so much. Yeah. His wife didn't say anything. Other word, the entire show. Like I, and they were front. They were literally great show. Eight feet from me. Eight feet. Oh my god! Right at this chick. Oh, that is great. I like to verbally abuse. I had a uh, one time. I did stand up here in L.A. at a show one night, and um, it was a regular. It was like every second Friday of the month, and it used to be in the Boathouse, which is now Bubba Gump. Where's that? Right on the pier. Right on the Santa oh, Monica yeah, yeah, pier. Yeah, 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 and it used yeah, yeah. to be, you would get 20 minutes, every comic. Mm-hmm. And I was like, holy, f- you can't get this anywhere in yeah. town. And w- so I didn't tell anyone about this show. I would go. <laughs> 20 uh, minutes in a clam show. I would always get my time. And this particular night, there was a loyal fan base that showed up. It was always a solid show. And the Lakers, nothing kills a show in Los Angeles like the Lakers in the playoffs. It yeah, just yeah. kills crowds. And this night, they came. But the Lakers were still playing, and they were like, look, we want to see the show, but we also want to finish watching this Laker game, and it went into overtime. So we were like, okay, well, if that's the way it's going to be, it's the way it's going to be. So we probably get started around 1130, and at this point, or 11, everyone's wasted. Everyone is wasted. And they're all drunk and going nuts, and comics are walking off stage like, fuck this. And as we're performing, this fucking Mexican gangbanger and his girlfriend come down the stairs, and they don't know anyone. And they walk and they sit right in the front row. I mean, the two seats right up front. And I just remember thinking, this guy's got a lot of nuts. They're going to sit right there. <laughs> this show's been going on for like 20 minutes and no one sat there, you know. We're already through two comics because they walked off stage early. And this guy, next comic up, just starts banging them, hounding, boom, boom. And the crowd. The crowd or the banger? The, the gang banger okay. starts hammering the comedian. Oh, oh, okay. And the crowd had already been hammering the comedian. So it was like this whole group ganged up on every comedian. And I just, it was one of those nights where you were like, you either decide now that you're not going to go up or yeah. you just say, F- you're not doing material. Yeah, it's yeah. over. Yeah. So I get up there and I start to, to talk, uh, tell my jokes. And this guy starts fucking heckling me. And he just keeps heckling me. And I, 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 it, I'm, I did the cardinal sin you should never do. There was another mic on stage. And I said, you know what? You got a lot of shit to say. Why don't you come up here? I said, sit right here on this stool. Here's a microphone. Oh, my God. And whenever the <laughs> fire on fire. You feel like saying something, just say it. I want you to, I'm encouraging you to say it into the microphone. He was, because I knew he was drunk and I yeah. knew what I was going to do. And he started to talk and I just hung my mic up. And I went and sat in his seat with his girlfriend, and I just fucking hammered him and hammered him. <laughs> so you fucking suck. Nice socks all the way up to your knees. Shut That's fucking up. great. Oh, that shirt's buttoned all the way up to the top? That's nice. This is your fucking boyfriend? Boom, boom. 
crowd starts being on my side because yeah, I'm yeah. one of them now. Yeah, yeah. Boos him off stage. He's like, fuck, this is a lot harder than I thought. And I got the mic, got done, crushed the set, and walked off. I got that on tape somewhere, too. Ooh, never that's that again. nice. Everyone He's, else tanked after that. <laughs> I go, what's your name? He goes, Jose. I was like, I could have got that in two tries, dude. <laughs> and then he came back the next month with friends and at first, I was like, oh, fuck. Right. But he was a fan. He loved nice. every bit of it. Yeah, He's like, this is the guy. This is the guy right here. <laughs> nice gang tattoos. <laughs> what do you got? Yep. It's a nice that face a, tattoo. It's right a there. nine millimeter, you <laughs> fag. Yeah. Probably only pump it twice. <laughs> <laughs> Play BB tag with it, pussy. <laughs> <laughs> yep, he got right off stage. <laughs> I got to the point where I don't even look at the, I don't even look at the audience coming in anymore because I just like, yeah, that guy's going to be trouble. Yeah. And whenever I pick it out, man, sure enough. It's always yeah, trouble. It's always that, so I don't even and watch i just hang out in the back of the green room and don't even look at him coming in <laughs> on that tape that got thrown out that had like the first i don't know 18 times i did stand up there was one show that i did the early show at haha and then like the 10 o'clock was a latino show and they would let people come in you know what i mean and i was the last one to go for some reason i think it was a bringer show and i brought the most people and i did my closer and it didn't work so well and they were already bringing people in i'm like all right well i'm just gonna stand here I'm like, I'm just going to stand here and just wait until you guys, you know, just, I don't know what I was doing. Like I was making Are you saying this out loud or are you just standing there in silence? No, no, I'm going to do it. I'm like, I'm like, this is going to be a whole new thing. This people are going to be talking about forever. He didn't say one goddamn thing, man. It was hilarious. And I just kept going with it and I won the whole place. And even these, and once I cracked the Latin guy up front, I'm like, oh man, I finally got this guy up front. I'm like, I'm good to go. (laughs) It was a huge win in my book. That is a big win. I did an extremely drunk show over here in Santa Monica one night. And it was one of those where it was. No, no, uh, Promenade. And, uh, well, at the time, and uh, uh, the girls who were producing it were giving free beer out. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, everybody just came in drunk, and guys were just, like, taking six beers each. And, and everybody was just getting, just getting slaughtered as they went out. And I went out. It was one of those where you're like, you're not going to do material, you know? And so mm-hmm. I just started fucking winging it or whatever and just ignoring everybody. And then about eight minutes in, I'm like, some dude yelled at me and I'm like, great. Now you just ruined the whole thing. Now I got to start all over again. <laughs> and I went right back to the beginning and started everything. I improvised all the that's way back tight. up through the whole other eight minutes and they fucking loved it. Yeah. That's tight. That's badass. I had an experience. Well, two times I've really put my foot in my mouth. Um, I used to do, um, Tom Segura and I used to do these Sunday afternoon shows at the Improv. They will always be a benefit for mm-hmm. like, you know, Little League or your church or one was for SIDS, you know, all this different shit. And um, Sid lives in, uh, lives in Marina Del Rey. <laughs> you know Sid. How's okay. he doing? Is he all right? He's still? getting better. Okay. Good, good. We Got sick to... off those bad clamps. Uh, <laughs> anyway, we're doing these and I'm still, this is the first time I've done stand up during the day mm-hmm. on a Sunday afternoon at like one o'clock. But I'm in that same club, and I had been conditioned just to be in there at night all the time. And this crowd came in. You know, they paid. It was a whole fundraiser thing. And there was this old lady sitting right off to my right, and she had those dark sunglasses on. And I said, what's up with you, superstar? And nothing. <laughs> I was like, you know I'm talking to you right here with sunglasses on. What's going on with you? You too cool? You got to keep your sunglasses on? And the lady next to her finally goes, she has to wear them. And I said, oh. Oh, fuck. <laughs> I was like, okay, I'm the asshole at the benefit right now. What do you get? The cataracts? She got cataracts? <laughs> well, I didn't even consider blind. I'm just in my mind. It's night outside, and you still have your fucking glasses on. It's yeah. not. It's day for her. She's blind. Either way, she still had to probably wear them. Yeah. You hear? Hey, show's up here. I'm I was like, up you. here. Old lady. Old lady with the glasses. I'm talking to you. And she's like, is he talking to me? 
Yeah. That happened to me in San Jose. I was in the San Jose Improv, and there was a woman in the front row, and every I was like, I was on. I was doing well. I was opening for Pablo, so it was a mm-hmm. huge crowd, and I was doing well. But you know, like I'd always focus on the one person who wasn't paying attention. Mm-hmm. There's this one chick who wasn't looking at me, wasn't reacting. I'm like, what the fuck? And I did a joke, and it crushed. And I go, that joke's for all of you. And I go, except for you, because you haven't looked at me once tonight. I'm like, I don't know what your deal is. And I walked away, did the rest of my set. And sure enough, ah! after the show, her friend brought her oh, over to me. And she's shit. like, attacking with a cane. My friend, just, oh. my, my friend wanted to come say hello. Oh, no. And she came over, and she's like, I thought you were fantastic. And I was like, oh, thank you so much. And I'm like, oh, man. Uh, Looking at the friend like, sorry, I'm sorry. Because, you know, that chick didn't know it had anything to do with her. Oh, man, that's awesome. I, um, Why would they put her up front? She doesn't need to see shit. <laughs> her friend might have wanted to see. God, <laughs> selfish. That's selfish. Her friend got her there. <laughs> Halfway. Her friend got her there. But imagine I she's mean, like, the least you could do is let the <laughs> friend see it. I mean, shit. Why do we both not have to see something? What are you doing tonight? Oh, I'm going to take Sarah to some stand-up comedy. You know, I thought it's, it'd be nice for her. I'm like, oh, that's real sweet. And like, yeah, plus like, probably get in the front row because she... <laughs> That's, that's why they hang out with her. She loves roller coasters. <laughs> they, they take We're going her, up front. <laughs> take her, She's take blind. Her drive through. They sit up front. <laughs> um, I have a joke. I I did. Uh, it was about. Uh, you know, I it's, I used the word retarded in it, and uh-huh. this was before it became such a hot issue <laughs> in the comedy world. I mean, I know you're probably not supposed to say it at all, but uh, I did the bit. And after the, and I've never had a complaint from anyone. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I am standing at the back of the Irvine Improv, and this couple comes up to me. And it's just this older lady and um, this little very effeminate guy, very effeminate guy. And she's wasted, and she has a glass of wine in her hand. I'm waiting for her just to throw it in my fucking face. And she's screaming at me. She's like, you know, you think you're so fucking funny with your your uh, your retarded joke. You know, it's special needs, okay? We say special needs. All right, let me tell you something. I have a retarded daughter at home, and I stopped her, and I said, I think you mean special needs. <laughs> and she's like, you son of a bitch. I was like, they hate when you call them that. And she's going off. And this guy's like, you know, I'm a radio personality, and... You know, it's not this and this, you know. And she's like, we had friends here. One of our ch- friends' child has MS. One of our friends' child has Downs. One of our friends' kids has this. And I said, and where are they? None of them are here in front of me right now screaming at me. Only you. I said, so get the fuck out of my face because it was a joke. You should listen to what your friends are doing, which is nothing. So she's like, you just think you're, you think you're so smart. You're going to, you're going to say it again on the next show. And at this point I'm like, yep. And the next one. And (laughs) and at this point she's yelled at me so long. The next crowd is coming in. Oh, wow. And Frank Kelly is the GM at the time. No, it was Dan Godfrey. And she's lighting me up and he is just off to the side watching the whole, he does never steps in to help me. doesn't bail me out. She's screaming at me. And as the crowd is coming in, here comes the special needs kid in a wheelchair, and I'm screaming, yep, I'm going to say it again on the next show and the one after that. And then I look over and I see him, and they leave, and Dan Goffrey walks up and goes, are you? I said, I'm not going to say it. <laughs> after all that, I was like, I got to do it on this. That's classic. But God in my face, yeah. Have you ever had somebody removed? No. I've never asked for anyone to be removed. 
You mean actually say, can you please come get this person and get yeah, them out yeah, of here? Yeah, or yeah. someone was just thrown out of no, yes, shows? Yeah. No, I've never asked for someone to be removed. They've done it all on their own. Yeah. If it's ever happened at any of my shows. Yeah, no, I've never. I've had people like, you know, like, same deal. I just wait. I'm like, it. people, someone have to do something ridiculous for me to get them kicked. I've seen a, a headliner kick back when I was featuring kick someone out for literally talking i was just like what is that like i can't yeah. believe i mean they weren't doing shit i'm gonna do it now though oh, yeah. Yeah. this guy just pulled his dick out of his pants right here i want him the fuck out of here He's like what are you talking <laughs> Have you? about the only time i ever called for it they didn't do it <laughs> God, <laughs> i swear you, to god you throw him out <laughs> fucking deal with it <laughs> look at mario they can't deal with that heck you you requested it they were I, like now nah. Where was it? It was. I'm not gonna say the club, but it was. It was a row full of just drunk, obnoxious, fat, ugly women and their disgusting boyfriends. And then behind them, to the left, was a bachelor party. And usually, bachelor parties are sober guys, but these guys just literally stumble in and fell off their chairs. And finally, I was. And the, the manager said it. And he's like, "Hey, if you." You know, if, you, if they're getting too much, just give us the old signal, you know, just give us the old signal. And I gave them the old signal like five times. And then finally I'm like, can somebody get down here and get the fucking guy out of here? You're ruining the whole fucking show. Oh my God. Nothing. Nothing. No <laughs> Nothing. one ever came. So I said later, later. I walked Did you off. walk off? I walked off. And then the headliner, he, who I've never seen him, he's a road dog and I've never seen him bail or anything. He did about 30 and said fucking left. Wow. Wow. Yeah. I went on on a triple run in Washington at a dive bar, a whole front row, and it was like Harley Davidson dudes with their chicks, and they were like the ones that like they look like they they went to high school together, and they're still acting like the cool biker dudes and hot chicks that were in high school, but now they're just fat and ugly and shit like that, and they wouldn't shut up. And I was featuring it was that same triple run, and I was like, "Listen, you fat fucks, you yes, said that, <laughs> yes." I go, "You fat yeah. fucking dumps, you come up in the front row, you sitting here like a fucking jackass. Are you gonna shut your fucking mouths? Are you gonna shut your goddamn fucking mouths?" And they're looking at me, I'm like, "Look at you all. You think I'm serious, don't you? You don't even think I'm kidding around, do you? I'm fucking am. What's up, guys? What's happening? <laughs> oh my god, I just shit myself for real. Like, I tried to give it to him, so I'll do that sometimes. Like, get dead serious, and people, you know." Sometimes if if you're especially if, you know, if I'm working clean the whole time and I'm being, you know, a nice guy and all of a sudden I just turn and just put on this thing, people get a little, oh, shit, is this intense? And even the people having a good time, they're like, oh, shit, this is about to get real. And I think like, this hey, might be his second 30 minutes. This might be his second 30 minutes. <laughs> Does two acts. Have you ever, I, I, I was up at uh, uh, Ventura Harbor Comedy Club. Yeah, I remember Hornpipers or whatever. It's open again. Yeah, it's now it's Ventura Harbor. Yeah. Uh, I'll be there end of November. Um, and these fucking badass just tattooed up to the necks, you know, like the black short sleeve shirts buttoned all the way to the top and the knee, hang, you know, jeans hanging down to the knees, just like 25 of them fucking rolled in. I'm like, oh, fuck. <laughs> yeah. Oh, boy, this is going to get ugly. And then they all ordered coffees and Cokes. Yeah. And I'm like, sober. Oh, yes. yeah. And then they were a fucking blast, man. Of course, man. They had, I had such a good time with them, man. Because I tell a bunch of jokes about being drunk and, you know, throwing up on myself. And they're like, yeah, I got to know, buddy. We fucking know it, dude. I know what you're saying. It's one you time I stab go. a whore? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, 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 man. No, no. I will, though. I will. <laughs> <laughs> you ever ruin a marriage? All right. <laughs> Wreck a family? All right. <laughs> Where's your favorite place to perform, Jay? Um, on the road or in town? Uh, I'll give you road. my fi- my favorites. I think DC Improv is one of my favorite yeah, comedy clubs yeah, I've yeah. ever done. Uh, I really like that. Um, 
in town. Hollywood Improv is my favorite club room in town. I love that club. I love performing there. Um, and then shaking your like, head? I don't like you it. Shake? I don't like it. <laughs> you don't like it? I don't like it. What's your favorite in town room? In Los Angeles proper? Yeah. Uh, what clubs? Have to be the Ice House. Ice House. Ice House is great. Los Angeles proper, you know, then Irvine and then Brea, I think, in that order. Okay. Factory, but I, I rarely perform there. Yeah, I like the Factory a lot too, but I love improv. I don't know why, just comfortable there. I think it's because I had questionable, like my last three sets were rather questionable there. A lot of people don't like it. I've been getting that from a lot of people. You know what? Is Friday, Saturday night's good. Yeah. Anything during the week, thir- even Thursday there can be a little, a little. Trying to I've been there on a Saturday it. night when there's been like eighteen people there oh, too. Yeah. So you know it's. It happens. I mean, it, in Los Angeles, yes, my favorite room, I agree, is I, I, I enjoy the Hollywood Improv. But in Southern California, Brea, no doubt, is yeah, my favorite. Brea, really? Brea is my Brea. favorite of uh, the clubs. I like Irvine audience better than Brea, I like Brea. Irvine. I mean, Irvine's great. Even Ontario, I think, I think they all have great crowds. They're all very different crowds, but they're all great. But Brea, uh, of those three here, is my is my favorite. And Ice House, too, is... Mm-hmm. Like when you're feeling terrible about yourself, you can usually go to the ice house and just hit some <laughs> fucking home runs yeah. out there and be like, what the fuck I'm talking about? How's everybody doing? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're going to love this. <laughs> uh, it's so funny because everybody's like, oh, Brea, Irvine, same thing. I don't think so. Mm-hmm. I think Brea is a little more tightly wound than Irvine. Brea is, I, I feel that Brea is the closest, in Southern California, it's the closest you would get to a Midwest audience. And by that, I mean you're responsible for their weekend. Like these mm-hmm. people go back to work and they talk about what they did over the weekend. And you're one of the topics of conversation. You either sucked or you were funny. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's not that way in Hollywood. You know, no. it's just check in, check out per show, whatever per comic really there. Um, so yeah, I really, that's one thing I like about Bray and Irvine is just, there's a lot of uh, money in Irvine. Yeah. And uh, the people just a little bit, not that they're they're different in a way, you know. They've they've had disposable income in Irvine, so the crowds there I haven't seen really suffer as much as I have in other clubs, especially mm-hmm. around the country. The ones I've done, but Irvine has always seemed to be pretty steady and pretty full, and that's what I mean by different. Yeah. Uh, but my favorite club that I've done, and I do like the DC Improv a lot, but is uh, Denver Comedy Works. Oh yeah, my favorite. Yeah. Often they're incredible there. there. I've only been there once, but I'm I'm headlining the downtown club for New Year's. Oh, for nice! The yeah. That's great. Uh, I got a lot of Denver listeners, man. Go oh, ahead yeah? and check Ryan. What's up, out, Denver? Man. Come see me. I'm there the 28th through the 31st. Come yeah, spend yeah. New Year's with me. It's like <laughs> eight shows. Come to one. Who do you travel with? Do you take anybody? No. You no. just let the local. I work with, when I when I work the road. I work with Jay Moore. Oh, okay. Uh, but when I Jay go, opens for you? No shit. <laughs> and then when uh, I go out, no, I'm no one to mm. be able to request anything. Do like you that. request? No. No. I tried in my last three gigs, and they're like, "Oh, they're going to use someone in town." I'm like, "All right," and I'm, then I'll be like, "Then I'll get there in the first night." And I'm like, "Uh, you know, like the guy's got to be a little bit cleaner than that." You know? Yeah, like, yeah. I'm like, he can't be. Can he not sell that. 15 t-shirts? Can he not, dude? <laughs> won't even get into that. <laughs> what happened? I had you get, an MC, get oversold. An MC oversold. Shit. Yeah. An MC selling t-shirts that weren't even a joke from his act. They weren't even a job bless America. Just shit that'll sell. Shit that'll sell. And he would do a sales pitch in between the feature and me. And he'd go out there. And then like after the Thursday show and the two shows Friday, I was just like Saturday. He was going going to open the show. I'm like, hey, man, can you do that T-shirt thing at the end of your set? Not before me and just try and do jokes before me. And he's like, just walk right back to the green room, put his shirts back, went back. I mean, grabbed his shirts. And then went. I was just like, yeah, that can't be going on. It's like your sales pitch. Get people fired up about America. 
Whoa. U- yeah. There's a USA chant, and they're like, Jay Larson, everybody. <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah, and then I get out there doing my thing, which is a little bit different than like this like patriotic pro-America right. F-China shit. You know what I mean? I'm just <laughs> like, what, dude? Not that I'm against any of that, but I'm just not doing it. And then the last two, t- when you go to a small town and they have like a local feature, they're always going to have crazy merch that they're selling. Yeah. Onesies. I had a dude selling onesies. Onesies. <laughs> I'm like, dude, you sell them onesies. I'm trying, to, I'm trying to sell a CD that I recorded. You can't. Oh, there was a comic at the Ice House. It would feature, man, just like two tables. Who's, I've never seen tables. anyone sell at the two Ice church, House. I've done the Ice House tables. a bunch. I've never seen anyone sell at the selling Ice House. Have you? Yeah. <laughs> Have you ever seen anybody <laughs> bake sales? <shit? laughs> These cookies got cashews. Yeah. <laughs> Do you? <laughs> and my CD. <laughs> Do you? Have you ever seen anyone sell merch at the Ice House? No, no. I think I've sold a handful of stuff over. I don't know. At the Ice House? Yeah, yeah. Wow. Literally a handful. Like, I I can count on one hand. When I see headliners, they'll do it. Like, improv, you know, Hollywood sometimes, you'll see headliners sell stuff. One time, and I can't remember who it was. Anybody sell anything? All those years, yeah. Yeah. I think, I think. uh, Flip Schultz, I saw. That sounds, I want to say it's probably the guy I I saw sell. I want to say it's Flip. (laughs) Why do you, wait, are you just saying they just don't do it just because, or they don't? Because I don't do it because I'm in town and I'm not. You know, I mean, I, you don't see anybody set up merch at the Hollywood Improv. No, I was talking about so. the Ice House. Oh, Ice there's House. No, there's no room to do it at the yeah, Hollywood well, that, Improv. Yeah. I mean, other than outside that little area at the Ice House, too, I don't know. I've never seen anyone do it, ever. Mm-hmm. Ever. I feel like, you know, That's L.A. What, is just like a... It's like a, you know, it's like a different place. It's like a place where people... I mean, maybe if I was like a baller and people like stoked and had a new album out right. people coming to la show and they wanted to buy a cd after sure but i just feel like people in la would automatically like if they want your cd they're gonna buy it yeah yeah well, i think you're a very creative town so whether you're an editor or whether you're a musician or whether you're a painter or whether you whatever it is you are in your field there's a lot of really good people and they come to see you and they genuinely enjoy what they're watching in the moment they're having in that room with the comedians. Mm-hmm. But, you know, afterwards, they don't they don't want to buy your shit. Like, yeah, you go to I, if I'm going to get it, I'll just go to iTunes and get it if you made that much of an impact on me. I had a dude selling car insurance after show in front of me. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine. <laughs> Policies. He's got an open house sign with fruit. He's got fruit over <laughs> like there. Balloons. Like, <laughs> yeah. I got a condo in Waikiki right now. <laughs> Plus, I feel like whenever I'm at the Melrose Improv, I'm, sell- I'm either selling to my friends or yeah, I'm yeah. selling to the other comics' friend, or I just always feel like. And there's like, everyone's hanging out. You're like, hey, man, I'll, I'll grab a drink in a second. I'm just yeah, trying it's to. Gonna, try it's to also a heavy industry. Club too, here. So <laughs> no managers are going to be coming over purchasing your shit. You know? <laughs> buy a three and M. You ever tell uh, uh, somebody not to sell besides Captain America? <laughs> you know what i really appreciate it whenever a feature asks me and yeah. they say hey man i have uh this are you okay if i do that and i'm always like first thank you for asking to no go ahead the way i always look at it is like i remember when i was opening for pablo on the road i started like opening for him a little bit and i saw how much he was selling i'm like oh, i need merch yeah and then i mean <laughs> dude literally there was one time and i like pablo like i did a week with him i didn't have anything and then i recorded a cd and i got cds made and then i made t-shirts so then we go to Miami together, and like after the show, he comes out, and I got a table set up. I got T-shirts on hangers behind me. Hangers, <laughs> hangers. And Pablo, you could see it on his face, like, "What the fuck is this idiot doing?" <laughs> and I just like, so now anytime anyone asks me, I'm like, "Yeah, man." So you just didn't do it after that. You just saw. Did you say anything to him? Did you address or you're just like, I'm "No, no." Pablo was cool with me that whole week, and then I did another week with him, and I did it, and he was totally cool. So I was just like, "Oh, I guess it's okay." But uh, 
I didn't know. You know, I wish I had. How known. would you feel if you walked out and saw a guy shit on hangers? Uh, I have, dude. I, <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I just hangers? did a week, not hangers, but like set up with a guy had CD shirts to hang over the side. <laughs> <laughs> that would be hilarious. <laughs> That's awesome. That would Handbags. Be- <laughs> I mean, everything in there. Dude, mannequin. That would just be unbelievable. Sitting in the front row the whole time. Just- <laughs> you guys see the mannequin with my shirt on? Yeah. <laughs> uh, are you selling shirts? Are you selling shirts these days? No. No, we have shirts coming for the podcast. Oh, that we're yeah. going to start selling at shows. But do you guys I'll, I do- just sell a CD when I go on the road. That's yeah. all I sell. I got uh, Road Stories t-shirts for you guys oh, tonight. Right. Nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you guys ever do uh, Crab Feast Live? Um, we haven't yet. I've no. I'm th- I say uh because I've done a I've done a few live podcasts, but mm-hmm. we have not done a live one yet. No, we've, we've talked, talked about, about it. it. It's fun. I've done one at the Improv a few times. Oh yeah, the comedy festival. What which Improv? Uh, Melrose. Oh yeah, yeah yeah yeah. The, I do it the in the club. Lab, you hate? Though. Yeah yeah. No, I don't hate the Melrose. <laughs> <improv>. <laughs> so you set it up in the lab and did yeah, a live show. Yeah, I set up show? in the lab and it was a blast. I did it there a couple times. Uh, did it at a few theaters in Los Angeles. I did, might do it at San Francisco Sketchfest. Uh, Road Stories is coming to you guys. Oh, that's did cool. you anyway. do any at the Podfest this year? The LA Podfest. I did. I wasn't supposed to be in town, so I wasn't going to do. I didn't do Road Stories, but I sat in on Jackie Cations. I was uh, guest Dork of Jack, the Dark Forest. Yes, which uh, is great. Should be coming up on her site soon. Very and cool. uh, Ryan guested on um, Aisha Girl Tyler's. on Man, yeah, no, Girl on Guy, Girl on Guy, yeah. Aisha Tyler's, yeah. uh, and, uh, and that was it. fun. I, you know, I and I've done a couple. I did uh, one with Jay Moore and Daryl Wright at Irvine. I did one with Jay, and we were on the road. We had Brad Williams come out. Uh, more stories, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we've done them in front of live audiences, and um, as as long as they know that they're seeing a podcast mm-hmm. and they don't think they're seeing stand up. They've all been a lot of fun and it, it, they've worked well. I've been surprised. Yeah. I don't know what those, those, you know, expect, but especially for that on a Sunday afternoon in a conference room at a hotel, uh, Aisha and I were both like, I don't know what, I don't know how this is going to go, but it went good. It was yeah. fun. Great, it was different, re- had great fun. reviews. Yeah. It was awesome. I did. I speaking of the Ice House and Brad Williams, uh, I I got double booked there. I got double booked featuring for Brad with. Uh, I like that you got double book featuring for a midget. <laughs> <laughs> I had to MC the second show, Brad Williams' midget. And uh, at the, at the, at the, like, while I'm watching his set, funny dude, dude. I've never seen him before. Oh, yeah, and Brad, I've worked with him great. a bunch since then. But uh, the, the manager's like, hey, after this, uh, we're going to do a raffle. So here, here's your bucket. You're oh, going to draw man. a name. I'm like, oh, you, do you, could we have to do it tonight? Yeah, we have to do it. You're giving away whatever. And I'm like, I don't want to do a raffle. Can I just say, just do the raffle? All right. So Brad Williams is up there. Uh, he's doing his whole thing. Crushing. Just crushing. And then he stops at the end of the show. And I, I guess this is his closer, but I don't know. But stops. He goes, listen, I had a good time tonight, but it's been very, very awkward for me because... Sitting right here is one of my favorite porn stars, uh, Deborah, whatever her name is. And she's like, would you mind standing up? And she stands up, just big old no bra and a wife beater, big old fake boobies and everything. It's like, mm-hmm. this is awesome. Can I just do you, would you just do me the favor of coming up on stage and getting a picture with me? And she's like, oh, you know, I'd love to, you know, really tough to get a fucking porn star to come up on yeah, stage. Right, right? Yeah. So she in bounds front of a up. camera. Yeah, That's yeah. Tough. She bounds up there, boobs flailing in the breeze you know short skirt she's like oh have a seat have a seat so she sits down and goes now as a porn star i've known you've seen a lot of things and i've known you've been through a lot of things but i know there's a one thing you've never experienced she's like what's that he's like 
a lap dance from a midget. Hit it! <laughs> the place, and just starts just fucking grinding on her, flipping around the stage, getting up in her face, shoving the thing, shoving her, like basically Teddy fucking her. Wow. Face in the crotch, all this, jumps off there. I'm Brad Williams. Boom, slams the mic down, runs they off go stage. Nuts. They go nuts. Standing O, the girl flashes her boobies what? as she walks off stage. And you skip up with a bucket. <laughs> We're going to have a drawing. Guys, 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 we're having a raffle. Guys, it's raffle time. One of you might have won. One of you might have won. That is unreal. <laughs> Pull out your stubs, guys. Pull out your ticket stubs. Hold on, guys. Guys, Murray's coming back up with some ticket stub information for a raffle. Guys, someone might have won a half dozen Miss Fields cookies. So Number three, four, seven. That's me. Four, oh, six. No. <laughs> Wait, is that a six or a nine? That was that upside Hold down. Hold What did he say? That was awful. That is got unbelievable. to be tough to follow. <laughs> but Brad's great. He's awesome. I guess I don't know if that's his closer all the time. Yeah, or, okay. I, I don't know about all the time. I know he's. I know he did it at uh, K Rock, and uh, he told me he he does that stuff. Oh yeah, he's on K Rock a lot. Uh, Kevin Bean in the mornings. Yeah. All right, man. Well, guys, this was a blast. Oh, right on, Murray. Man. Thanks for having yeah. us, man. I'm so stoked to have you guys on. I'm stoked to have you back on. Yeah, it was Jay fun, Lawson. man. Jay Lawson, Lawson. Jay who Lawson. lives. Very close. What? Quarter, half mile, maybe? No, Stones 1.1. 1.1. 1.1. 1.1. 1.1. 1.1. 1.1. 1.1. 1.1. 1.1. 1.1. 1.1. 1.1. 1.1. 1.1. 1.1. 1.1. 1.1. 1.1. 1